Hello. And welcome to the Weekly Scroll Podcast brought to you by the Adventure Archive. My name is Ryan. And I'm a lost cannibal. <laughs> and with us, we have a couple of very special guests today. We have David Blandy and Daniel Locke uh, talking about eco-mofos today. How are you guys doing? We're going good. Thanks very much for having us on. Thanks yeah, for coming thanks on. Really yeah. good. The weather's good here. <laughs> it is, it is not great. It is not great here. I assume. I assume that means warm versus like yeah, boiling over here. Yeah. It's been it's been windy and rainy recently, and today it was sunny, so it's nice. You know. I'm you in go. Texas. I'm in Dallas, Texas, which has been currently hotter than I think 99 percent of the world, um, and it has been over 100 a lot. So. Wow, that's yeah, that's too hot. That's too much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I sleep all day and just ignore all of that. That's what I do. <laughs> so um, so very sensitive. David, Daniel, David, who? So who? Who the heck are you guys? What do you? What do you? What are you doing here, David? <laughs> tell us about. Tell us about yourself and and what brings you to a tabletop RPG podcast. Well, um, yeah, I'm a tabletop role-playing game designer and fine artist and i've been making games for the last five six years um starting with more kind of i came from 5e i guess <laughs> coming back into the hobby after um kind of loving the red box when i was little and stuff um and then and actually through playing with Dan, we we had some sessions, uh, formed a little crew in, in Brighton, which is where we both live. Um, and then, yeah, first of all, started a homebrew campaign and then started getting slightly frustrated with the rules. So, so they kind of looked for different ways to, to have fun at the table with people and, uh, yeah, found the whole indie scene started getting into FKR um, and yeah, looked at things like 2400 by Jason Tochi, uh, which is what um, Lost Eons, one of my previous games is based on. Um, and yeah, really interested in solo gaming, like uh, yeah, Low Neons, which is the solo version or Babel, which is based on Chris Bissett's, um The Wretched. So yeah, just kind of went through all that and then yeah, recently I've wanted to move more into sort of, um, yeah, I guess the OSR in some ways, looking at um, Chris McDowell's Into the Odd and Yohai Gal's uh, Ken and seeing, yeah, what the possibilities are there with, with that for um, telling the sorts of stories that I want to with with, with games. So, yeah, that's, that's my, that's my uh -huh. tabletop story. What about you, Dan? Uh, so I'm, uh, yeah, I, like David said, I live in Brighton in the UK as well. And David and I, uh, uh, basically, I sort of tag along where David goes. And um, we both... <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> that is, that is true. I, I think, weirdly, like we've known each other for about 20 odd years, went to college together. So got a lot of shared interests. And I think, weirdly, we both started looking back at the stuff we liked when we were little. Like, you know, for me, it was Games Workshop and and miniatures and uh, the red box and stuff like that. And we would sort of start having these conversations about, oh, I picked up this, you know, I dug the red box out of the attic or whatever, um, and just sort of rediscovering it again. Um, but for me, that was about five years ago. Um, and the, it was really the pandemic that sort of consolidated, consolidated my, my current like obsession with it. I should say like my day job is, is being a cartoonist and a graphic novelist. So it's only, really like a, a side step 
So I generally work with scientists and help them communicate their research. Um, but yeah, like uh, in that in that role, I'm introduced to loads of really bonkers ideas, and I'm a sci-fi obsessive and fancy fan and all of that. So it doesn't take much for my brain to start wanting to draw humanoid rats and um, enormous <laughs> insects. And... No, you fit right in then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, there we go. Yeah, I mean, and it, I mean, it's 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 got to be great having a team where you know David's making these amazing games. You have a fantastic artist together. Do you guys do a lot of um, like back and forth with that? Like, you know, you come up with something, and then David, you like you know, stat it up, or or vice versa. Like, how how does that kind of relationship play out in in the design? Yeah, it's really organic. I mean, I came to I came to Dan with this project. And yeah, he, he, he really, really loved it. And, um, but it's not like I'm saying, right, here's, I don't know, here's a tentacle hell, illustrate this. It was more like, here's a book. What, what, what kind of vibes does it give you? And, um, yeah, draw some stuff <laughs> and then let's see what we can do with it. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then Dan, how, how did, how did you take that on? Yeah, it's like, as you say, it's really organic. And like, I, you know, as I said, David and I have known each other for so long. So I think it's really rooted in our friendship and just trying to, the first stop for me is just trying to make something that will entertain David and something maybe that add a bit of value, <laughs> something he's written. Um, you know, we're daily contact on, especially on Discord. Um, so there's a lot of sharing awesome pictures that we found or like weird sci-fi front covers. And a lot yeah, of that's my, that's my job. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love, I love get, we've, we've, we've got some really good, uh, we've got, got some pretty good secondhand shops in, in Brighton, uh, a really good stall actually in the open market, which, mm. which has a, a nice stash of, of, uh, 60s, 70s sci-fi. And then, yeah, I kind of Ooh. treat myself for a couple every, every now and then. And I've got like, yeah. you know, far too many paperbacks. <laughs> Most oh, yeah. of them just bought. Just bought for the front cover. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And what is this? The, the covers are gorgeous. I wish that style would come back. I mean, it sounds like you guys have a nice kind of like uh, what Robert Plant, Jimmy Page kind of thing going on where one can inspire <laughs> the other. So That's true, actually, because I'm wearing a T-shirt now, but normally I'm bare-chested with a waistcoat. So uh, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> just just don't steal as much from them, and you'll be you'll be uh, as successful, you know. Um, but you guys are here. We're talking about Eco Mofos, fantastic game that's currently funding right now on Kickstarter. Just uh, what what is Eco Mofos, and what was the impetus to kind of? I know you said you know from Five E to Into the Odd, and Karen was kind of a uh, the path, but but why specifically um, Eco Mofos and uh, and yeah. Yeah, I've been working on um, Lost Eons for a long time. Like that was that was kind of the big project. It's it's three zines together. Kind of it was, it was a big kind of design project. I was working in collaboration with a with a group in in Cambridge. We came up with lots of lore to do with the area, and I liked it. And it's sort of like kind of quite solar punky, quite kind of um, hopeful future. But um, I thought it'd be fun to do something with a little bit more edge, <laughs> and in a, in a way. I was frustrated with the fact that I don't know that it was so kind of standalone. It didn't it didn't kind of connect to the rest of this this the kind of wider um, kind of gaming universe that that I was seeing happening with with all the the things like um, 
Mike Anderson's Bastards or like um, DCC or like, you know, just this, this whole kind of family of different types of games that could kind of just about be compatible with each other. But I felt like, like Lost Eels didn't quite fit into that. Like I couldn't drop a dungeon into there and it makes sense somehow. So I wanted to, it kind of started as a shit post, to be honest. It was like, ha- what would happen if I mashed together Ken and the, um, the character creation system from Bastards, the, ori- the original Bastards, which was just the six types. So you right. you roll your HP, and right. then it's it's and then it's one of six different classes that you would that you would have. And and I thought, ah, you know, six. I can do six. Why don't I do thirty six? Because that's yeah, you know, D six six. Um, and it's just so, six times harder. You know, it's not big yeah. deal. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's just a little bit more work. And then and then of course I kind of because um, I was hacking it into Ken and kind of, you know, thinking about Into the Odd and kind of all the failed careers and things, each each of those um, each of those characters, each of those those different options had a set of items that would come with them. And that those items were, you know, I kind of I guess I get more and more into the idea of the um, the game bringing you into the vibe and the lore through just um, your interaction with it. So you don't actually have to read the game. It's like, right. it's all it's all like built into the tables or the items that you're given or, you know, it's not a new idea. It's, it's, it's very much inside, you know, the whole philosophy that um, Chris McDowell and uh, that, that kind of whole lineage of games has, has been thinking about, but it's just, you know, it, it, it kind of, felt right to me to to do that for for the, for these for these characters and then once i ha- once i had that then i wanted to create very much a cuz i'm a lazy gm basically i like to turn up at the table and just like okay let's play i don't want to be pre- yeah. i don't want to be prepping too much so so how do i how do i kind of create a space and a, a game that you can just like literally bomb into and start playing within five minutes like as long as you kind of understand the system a little bit um and it was to create basically a procedural um adventure system so you as you travel along you can kind of roll for what the next section is and then that section has like these these series of d20 tables that that create little encounters for you to you to you to meet up with on your journey to that next thing which you then roll up and all the time you're rolling on this D66 loot table. Well, actually, it's a D666 loot table. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and um, kind of more and more things are, are coming out. And sometimes it's like an incredibly rare thing. It's a bit like, um, I don't know, like like grinding in Final Fantasy V or VI or something, where you're going into a forest and you know that like one in every 200 will be this like deadly dragon that has amazing um amazing loot so you're just you're just going back and forth in the forest and eventually like here it is <laughs> so it's like that with the loot it's like these these key items which are the things that let you adapt which are like how you level up essentially they're they're things in the world like um um implants and orbs for kind of spells um or maybe some weird mushrooms like that you ingest and you kind of bring into your body and that kind of in your body adapts and you have these this kind of extra ability of some sort like it's kind of like um it's like arcana from from into the odd but it's actually becomes part of your body so it's like it's not like a, a thing that you can put away it's like 
there it is it's there and like though you could conceivably get all 36 kind of adaptations together and be this kind of uber character like in um final fantasy tactics where you're just kind of collecting jobs all the time and like kind of you know you make these ultimate characters but um at the same time it's just it's just cool with just the one thing and you're just, you know they're just different tools to try and solve problems really um so that that was that was the kind of start of it um was yeah that that mixture between kind of uh, a rules like gameplay but also no prep adventures and kind of mashing them together and and of course that creates a system that is ideal for solo play because it's like here's a system where you can actually just just kind of follow the adventure as it goes and and discover it basically and the the the, the dice rolls tell you what's next and it's yeah it's straightforward I love that. That is exactly the type of game that I I live for. I'm like, I want to not prep almost <laughs> at all. I want to know what the setting feels like, more or less. And I really enjoyed that whole like implied um, by the items, like the like items and stuff implying the setting uh, without mm. it being like a four yeah. to ten I mean, page I, manual. I think that's something that David's done so incredibly well though with this is that each of the tables, there's not like one wasted entry. It's actually really rich in lore. It's just that it's it's embedded within those tables, you know. And each time you sort of like uh, use those tables or roll it, roll with those tables, you're sort of reinventing this lore. It's all vibe and flavor. It's it's awesome. Well done, David. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm blushing. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that, that's you know, if you're gonna have a rules like game, um, it's you don't. I, I guess you also don't need like a 50 page lore book to go with your world. It's really nice. We talk about this on the show a lot of times where like the way that you write a game will really um, just innately uh, influence the way that people play your game um, and the way that people read it. You know, if, if all of the tables are little lore bits and like every little part gives you a little bit more, it also encourages people to find all those little parts and read the entire thing. And I just like skim like an SRD or anything like that. So um, it's really, you know, like you said, uh, you know, Chris McDowell with uh, went crazy with that, with uh, with all the end of the odd stuff, and it's really nice to see that spread to spread to the ITO or the the mark of the odd. I was gonna say into the odd hacks, but like mark of the odd <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah. So um, when the project, when you when you started making uh, designing this project, did you talk to like Dan right away, and were you drawing stuff right off the bat for it, or was it pretty far along before you guys kind of actually came together to to do this? Yeah, I was I was talking to Dan about it the whole time because yeah. <laughs> we just talk all the time. <laughs> but it was really and um, in the kind of early days, um, I was putting out. I, I put out the PDF when it was like super raw, like those, you know, it was just like the basic rules. It was um, how to create a character. It was some of the adventure stuff. And yeah, I, I started getting a, getting approached by people like um, Aaron Catois and um, Brandon Yu. And they, they were just really into the project already and were kind of just drawing stuff like off the bat, like kind of just inspired by the, by the law to, to make stuff. Um, and I started sh showing the project to Dan and kind of like, you know, I, I kind of, I, you know, I, I just made this as a, as a crazy project, but actually I, I think I kind of like it. <laughs> like it's got a really stupid name, but maybe, maybe that's good. <laughs> maybe it's like, that makes, that makes sense for trying to, cause it's, it's, you know, along with all the, the, 
kind of gameplay stuff there's also the kind of the subtext of the game which is that you're in a future world a weird future where um the mega rich have escaped to mars and they've left everyone else to rot or kind of be kind of basically um entombed in massive underground bunkers because the the surface is kind of so scary and um you know what would what would life be like on that on that surface and what what would everyone be be up to and kind of hey, give it like maybe... 30 years and you're gonna know don't worry yeah. hey, <laughs> right? it's not really science fiction it's just, it's just kind <laughs> of right? extrapolating what's yeah. you know what's next so yeah, um... unless spaceships are like submarines we'll definitely find out yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, oy vey. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's oh, yeah. We're we're God. heading into a, a quite 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 dark times. I mean, we're already in dark times, but this is this is you know it's 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 kind of that that realm is. But I wanted to create a space that allowed for some hope, like. You know, yeah, things are getting bad, but there's going to be some. It's going to be something after, and we're going to, you know, people are going to survive, and people are going to have have lives and and love each other and and see incredible vistas and like you know these these things will happen. So it, it was trying to trying to turn it from like yeah that possible like just descent into grim dark into something something else, but acknowledging that in that kind of movement. Like we're going to have to accept a lot of change, and a lot of change is weird, which is where the weird comes from. <laughs> so it's like you know things things mutate, and we're going to have to accept that things aren't going to be exactly the same. So yeah, um, right. yeah that's 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 where where that came from. And um, I like that yeah, a lot. Very hopeful, very positive, <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, it's kind of. Um, I guess it's bringing together a lot of our different influences. Like um, for for both of us, we grew up on um, um, the this comic called 2000 AD. It's like okay. I don't know how yeah. whether you have it much in America. You know Judge Dredd. You know Judge Dredd. Yeah. yeah? Oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, totally. But he comes from a comic called 2000 AD, which was like this oh, yeah. crazy response to Thatcher's Britain. Judge Dredd was a bad guy. He's like the fascist, and uh, mm -hmm. it was like it, it, that, that. That's where it was coming from. And they made the, this comic full of like incredible, um, incredible like satirical, hard as nails characters, and sold it to ten year olds. <laughs> <laughs> we hey, were the listen, Their money is yeah. just as green as anybody else's, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So so yeah but, so it's like it's it's that kind of thing and then then but then also kind of thinking about like Miyazaki and and all the, all these other influences coming in um, and uh, writers like Ursula Le Guin or Octavia Butler so um, yeah kind of bringing in all these different different things into into one big pot and stirring it around. Yeah, that's yeah. literally literally it. I think I did do some drawings from the very first iteration you, you did you did some crazy punks <laughs> yeah they were, they, were, they were like really really cartoony weren't they i, I do you know yeah. what 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 really got me into it though i don't actually know how we've ended up with a kickstarter it's all a bit of a weird blur but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I, I i was really really ill and as i was starting to get better i i picked up uh you know the the beta version of eco mofos and i just started making these couple of pamphlets 
um, which I put out on itch. And I, I, that that was for me, that, that was like the beginning where I was like, I'm not just drawing crazy punks. I could actually draw something cool for this. It's, David's done something really cool here and um, I really want to engage with it. And, uh, um, and that's what I, I remember. I do, I do remember that, that message on Discord. It was like, um, David, this is actually really good. <laughs> it was that I thing. Thought, I always yeah. thought it was good. Well, I always thing, that thing. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah, this yeah, doesn't yeah. But, suck, guys. Come on. <laughs> but, there, um... but there was that thing where, where you know, you know, like we're friends. Like, like he's yeah. see, I've shown him the thing. But this is the moment when I knew that Dan had actually read it, and it was like kind of, ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you, know, you take it, it in, a... and it's like, yeah, it's like weird, isn't it? It's weird when like cultural artifacts like books movies whatever sometimes you can you can sort of be with them and you recognize them as decent and good and stuff but they don't really spark alive and then there is a moment where where, where something will just like come alive in your head and this moment when i was like in my sick bed playing the game on my own and just like reading it and rereading it and then rereading it again and i was like actually i really want to do something with this this is really really cool and I, I the world just felt really real and really three-dimensional and you know that whole thing of it I'm, I'm a big law person i know law isn't very isn't very like trendy or popular but actually i like a lot of law i like the fluff come on it's like the good stuff especially <laughs> if it's crazy and really badly written then i can get in <laughs> but, but um but yeah, no, that, that that was when I started realizing that these tables David put together, and I've seen them sort of. Remember on on our chats, I've seen them sort of become more and more refined, and and I've seen various different edits and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, he's done something really good here. This is brilliant, and I I need to get on board. And uh, I just <laughs> our friendship, and it was like, you don't have a choice. Well, so you when, said this kind of. Yeah. You said this kind of came about to a Kickstarter, and I really wanted to talk about the Kickstarter. First of all, I mean, the the art, Daniel, is absolutely fantastic. I mean, the I I don't I don't know if you know that we like pink here on the show, but it is kind of like our primary color. So that, really that's like really yeah, that's really throughout the entire um, uh, kind of color scheme a lot. But the Kickstarter. Talk about the Kickstarter. You guys are already funded. I mean, it's there was a at least in U.S. dollars because I know you guys use um, pounds still. Yeah. Um, uh, it was Sorry like a twenty five hundred dollar <laughs> goal, and you guys are at like fifteen thousand dollars. I mean, you guys blew past your goal almost three hundred backers. You still have twenty days to go. Um, but as I said, talk about the Kickstarter. If people are gonna back Ecomofos, what actually are they gonna get from you? Um, when they actually get the game in hand so they can play it. Yeah, it's... it's sure. <laughs> so our, our main focus is is what we call the art book, which is the the, the kind of um, um, hardback, 150-odd um, page book, which is, um, yeah, full of Dan's art. Like, literally, it will be full of art. And then um, the whole, whole document is going to be redesigned um, into using um clayton notestein's um adventures template i don't know if you've, you've had a look at that but it's it's oh, yeah. a really amazing um kind of template for creating um 
amazing games basically because it has has this this really nice uh use of the sidebar so you kind of have this mixture between um the actual text which is kind of really clearly laid out but then the sidebar which kind of allows you to have either meta text or or little bits of lore or kind of just give give a bit more flavor or a bit more clarity to what what you're what you're writing so the the document as it is right now in the on on the itch um page is is like it's really super compressed like it's like every page is like high density which is kind of cool but it's um it also makes it a little bit hard to pass i think so it's it's going to have a little bit more space it's going to be nicely laid out and then yeah be uh kind of covered in dan's doodles <laughs> and the, the art is like the goal for the art is i've been looking at a lot of this um a manga card called uh, Masumoto, who did this amazing graphic novel called um, Tekonkin Street, and all sorts of other stuff. But one of the things I really love about him is that he draws a lot of influence from like French artists and um, mashes it up with like his Japanese heritage. And what comes out is this like really graphomanic um, drawings that are just full of ideas, like visual ideas. There's very few words in his comics, um, and it's all there in the imagery and i was like god this is great for like ttrpgs because the images stop being um if we go this part this route the images stop being like illustrations and they start being like another resource like a place where you can put like further ideas and suggestions for adventures or or just like world building like alongside all the stuff that david and i've been sharing i've been looking at loads of photographs from the uh Spanish Civil War and that's why all these characters have all these like little pouches all over them because there's this wild it's like if you should have a look at these these incredible photographs of these like um communists from you know Barcelona they're, they're, they're dressed in like boiler suits and a whole like mishmash of different gear and it's just I mean it's a terrible thing to say about a war which is not a resource <laughs> for like an artist but it's like a it's like um it's just full of like flavor and character and you know you can just dive into these images and just stand alongside <clears throat> those those uh, militia men and women and and uh, just be you know they're not faceless they're not they're, they're not um anonymous is what i'm saying mm. um, and I, I want the images well i'm making the images to be like that so that each image is containing this like this world of, uh, you know, a life or a moment and it's got depth and it will have all of that stuff going in there. But that was really rambling, wasn't that? No, <laughs> that's fantastic. No, that's that's fantastic. fantastic. It's awesome to hear where, where all of this comes from. Cause like I said, the art is absolutely stunning and uh, to know where the inspiration comes uh, from that is, is really, really fantastic. So the, it's funny because when we were talking before, we, David and I talked about, a little bit of this in, in, in Twitter. I, if I if I'd have known you guys were on Discord as much, we would have been there and it would have been a lot easier. Um, <laughs> but uh, you, they kept saying the art book, and I was like, "But what about the regular book?" In my head, and it's just like, "No, it's the regular book full of more art, and that is why it is the <laughs> art book." So that is the uh, the the standard uh, primary thing is the the um, art book. Um, but what else um, can people get from from all of this, especially the uh, the deluxe art book bundle max with that one backer. I wonder who that is. <laughs> who the heck could that be? I wonder. It's what, a mystery. What, what fucking, yeah, like, yeah. It's, okay, so so we, as well as the, the art book, we have the spiral bound kind of, um, 
yeah, kind of basically less art version, but it's it's spiral bound, so it'll it'll lie flat at the table. It's kind of more possible in a way. It's it's, it's like more game. just yeah, straight for play. It's got it means all these lovely tables will be just like you know flat on the table, and uh, you'll be able to use them. Um, and then yeah, the the kind of then we have like this incredible it's become absolutely incredible because of all the, <laughs> the the all the stretch goals um bundle of adventures they're 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 going to be pamphlet adventures plus the adventure that we're going to be playing today uh which is a hole in the ground which is an a6 kind of um 16 page adventure um plus a couple of pamphlets that that dan's done about cool little settings um but then these adventures by sam lee um, you might know as uh, Goblin Mixtape, uh, Logan Dean did the company and uh, Demon Fucks in Cleveland. Um, Ico did um, the everything, uh, yeah, everything. <laughs> all Sky that Homes, yeah, exactly. yeah, Lost Got Bay, Lost, Lost, Lost Bay, Lake, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. And Lots then, of and then so, yeah. exactly, and some guy called ZXU is is producing the oh. next one, which is. <laughs> Like literally getting in contact with Zedek was just like, wow, like you agreed to be part of this thing. And, and that just blew my mind. It was, it was, it was an excuse to talk to him really. And, <laughs> and, and cool. now he's going to be, he's going to be making, making a pamphlet adventure for us about a kind of a, an old mech, basically. It's like a, yeah, what do we do with nuclear warheads? It's pretty much his, his adventure. That's the only one that's not funded yet. So we're, we're looking yeah. to, to get, get up to, it's only another. We're closing yeah, in. We're, about, we're getting oh. there. We're getting there. Yeah. Cause I was looking yeah. at it in Merck. And so uh, for me, the numbers are a little <laughs> different. Yeah. So you guys are, it looks like you're sitting at just over uh 12 K um, yeah, and, right. and Zedek is about 13 and a half. So, I mean, I think with 20 days left, you 20 days left, it's like, yeah, 20 days left. If, <laughs> if, if some of you guys out there listening want to bump up to that, you know, that, that deluxe <laughs> art book pack, you'll get, really we'll, we'll get some Zedek that. too. Yeah. I, I just got my reach of the rope God, Roach God, and it's just out of hand where I'd bring that up. But it's yeah. interesting that when I, think your project and I think that is that Sue and that's the first thing that pops in my mind. It just kind of makes sense to have Zedek on, on this project. So that's great. Yeah. So cool. No, I mean, I, I've, I've loved Zedek's work for years. It was, it was, I mean, seeing thousand thousand islands was one of the things that just basically blew my head off. It was just like what you can do with such sparse prose and just create like whole worlds in such, but, so few words often and that yeah it's just it's incredible like just pure flavor and um yeah i'd say that's it's like one of the biggest influences besides like the kind of more mechanical influences on 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 my writing and on on this work um yeah so so we've got all these different bundles that 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 add all these things together so you can get the spiral and the art book and this bundle all together for in the nice bundle <laughs> nice, it's sixty nine pounds, um, and then, and then, um, yeah, and then we 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 decided, yeah, to to make an absolute like just the most gorgeous riso print possible, like four different layers um, of the the classic punk with his with his back to you, and it's kind of it's it's the patch that weird hope. And it's it's like one of, it's going to be one of the main covers from the game, and that's going to be this Riso print. It's going to be really limited edition, and um, 
it's it's going to be gorgeous. We're going to be working with a um, a printer here in in Brighton to make sure that it's absolutely perfect. Um, yeah, Doppel Press, they're they're so good. Like I've I've worked with them before. And... It's going to be amazing. I and love like, that yeah. punk. Like it's so cool looking. <laughs> Such a great character. <laughs> all the um, all, like David was saying, all the artwork. The reason it's got this funny like texture and looks a little bit dated in that way is because that I make all the artwork like on pen on paper then scan it in digitally color it and then I they do this process called four color separations where I where I reduce all of the colorways down to their constituent ratios of uh, cyan yellow magenta and black that was that K was is black yeah. yeah yeah that's right um, yeah <laughs> and, then, and then then you recombine them like a screen print and you get a full color image that's one of the reasons that everything's got this slight slightly warm pink tint tint to it uh, like oh. the original artwork before they get separated they don't necessarily have that 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 pink oh. although i was looking at my instagram the other day and i was like shit i really like purple and red like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that's fantastic was that now did that come about because of of print or was that just always just oh, like the color there is you... a story there there's a story there so basically i was making like the artwork like my drawings and david said there's something like i just there's something missing like can we make the artwork flatter or something and we were just like chatting about it and that's where 2000 ad came it comes in 2000 ad was like primarily black and white the inside but the outside was full of these like insane psychedelically brightly colored covers um and they all were made using this process it's like the it's like the way that printed material is still printed but but was we were surrounded by it in you know back then in the 80s and and 90s it was pretty pretty on pretty like crude paper and and uh, it's pretty raw process, you know. Um, and so I was like struggling to work out what David was meaning by asking for the colors to be flat. I was like, flat? What do you mean? And, and we then we then then we were talking about two thousand AD. So I was like, all right, these are these are these are four color separations. I'll just try that. You know, you can do it with Photoshop. Uh, I did a bunch of them, and I, I sent this Flamer character to David, and he was like, nailed it. And I was like, yes, I have, motherfucker. I've nailed it. I just knew it was right. And I was like, that's how it's going to be. And uh, yeah. so there you go. That's the story. No, it's there. It's the art is absolutely stunning. And I know I. So how did we get to three covers? Was it just like, wow, that one's really good. Wow. I have another one that's really good. Oh, I have another one that's really good. I guess we're doing all three. Like pretty much. <laughs> Sam's just a drawing machine. What can I say? No, it was actually Discord, and it was Echo. I think. I, like I did the the bug cover with the with the punks that are like falling and tumbling. That was the cover. Oh, gotcha. And then I made like the punk with the weird hope background, and then I made like the snarling girl. And I think David showed a couple of people on Discord. Echo was one of them, or Ico was one of them. Uh, and then I got this message from David later that day saying yeah it looks like we're doing all three <laughs> so yeah, yeah. yeah probably probably foolish in terms of like printing resources and stuff but like i <laughs> i think i think i think uh i think it's a it's, it's a fun thing like hey listen um, at least one person yeah. wants all three covers yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the other, that's the other great thing about that particular bundle is you get all three covers. 
<laughs> that's probably why that person backed it because yeah. they have a yeah, problem yeah. and they can't not buy every variant of a thing when it comes out because uh, they don't have a problem at all. Um, so, so yeah. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think of what else we got on the Kickstarter. I mean, everyone. I mean, back all of it, um, obviously. Oh, and you just recently, uh, I think the last thing is you are deciding to put out loan eons for in print yes. for the first time, right? That's right. Yeah, we we um, basically got some, I, you know how these things go. Like you, you start getting questions from backers. It's like, is there any way that we could we could add on lost eons onto this? And like, and then someone else was like, oh, you know, I've been looking for loan eons. Does that exist anywhere? And it's like, well, actually, why don't we just get it done now we've got a, a bit of you know we've got some funding to to get some more stuff printed so yeah. like let's just let's just get that in, out into the world too so yeah you can you can add on um the the lost eons three books you can add on um dan's book the helms of the multiverse which is really cool um <laughs> and then you can add on babel which is yeah my wretched and, and alone hack where you're you're inside the Hieronymus, um, the uh, the kind of crumbling tower of Babel and um, yeah. And low neons, which is the solo version of lost eons. Um, yeah. Kind of quite a kind of car, um, classic card based um, solo RPG kind of mixing together bits of, I guess kind of like a free form wretched uh, and alone hack basically. Uh, but with, oh. with kind of more, um, yeah, far more journaling, like you're you're exploring this space and and discovering it for the first time. That's the yeah, first time yeah. in print, isn't it? That's the, first, that's the first time that's going to be in print, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's never been printed before. It was one of those games I I wanted to print it, and I've always kind of been thinking, yeah, I'll do it next month or I'll do it like, <laughs> and it's always just been put back and back, and it's just like, let's just just do it. It's just so stupid not to have printed it. So yeah. It's, it's going out. Hey, listen, I mean, might have added that on too. So, uh, <laughs> the, the two, I, I mean, I, if you guys keep keep adding more in, I'm going to keep getting it, but uh, don't because it's already uh, kind of expensive. Um, but yeah, so listen, the, the, the other thing we wanted to do today, um, not only are we talking about eco, okay, last question, why eco mofos? Like, I understand okay, eco, yeah. but like, where, like, it like I said, it came from a shit post. <laughs> it started out solar bastards. Yeah, exactly. It was solar bastards, and it was um, so it was me. Yeah, literally that hack of um, Mika Anderson's bastards, along with like the Lostion setting, kind of, uh, but kind of more recent. So Lostion is based eight thousand years in the future. This is based like kind of two hundred years in the future, um, and. Yeah, solar, because it was like kind of, I was thinking about solar punk and things like this. And then I realized, well, if I put it out as solar bastards, people are going to think it's a bastards hack. And really, it's not. That's, that's kind of misconstruing it. It's like, it's, it's really quite, a, it's much closer to Into the Odd, in, much closer to Ken. So I've got to change the name. And it became like, yeah, eco. Yeah, it was eco motherfuckers. <laughs> and then it became, and then I really liked what happened, like eco mofo, it kind of like that repeating of the O and this kind of really, it kind of 
and it, it kind of seemed like especially with the exclamation marks it seemed really stupid and i thought yeah that's perfect like it's really <laughs> dumb <laughs> you people go. are going to do really dumb things in this game and it's kind of about just just going with your gut and getting on with things you know and that's that it, it felt it felt right yeah, I, listen, I dig it. I'm a big fan. I do think it flows really, really well. I think it flows better than Eco Motherfuckers. So Eco Mofos yeah. <laughs> it is. And I'm uh, really excited to get it. And uh, also really excited to play because that's the other thing that we are doing today. Um, we are going to uh, step away for a couple of minutes just to get that set up. But if you're here watching, you definitely want to stick around because we are going to be playing a one shot. David running myself, Daniel and Hunter through an adventure for Ecomofos. So stick around for just a couple of minutes and we'll be right back for that. Hello and welcome back to the Weekly Scroll Podcast where we are here with David Blandy and Daniel Locke and Hunter um, to play <laughs> uh, Ecomofos, uh, the project that is currently very successfully funding on Kickstarter. Uh, so we're actually going to go through um, an adventure run by David for us and give you guys kind of a preview of what you can expect uh, when you back and play Ecomofos. So, David, what have we got going on? Yeah, so, yeah, I'm David Blandy. <laughs> I'm the designer of the game. And we're going to roll up some characters and then we're going to go through an adventure called A Hole in the Ground, which is um, a adventure I made for a little jam that I did for... Ecomofos. Um, it's kind of loosely based on A Tower Darkly by John Davis um, and <laughs> adapted, adapted for the uh, Ecomofos setting. So um, we have, um, yeah, first character creation. So um, Dan, I think you've got a character, haven't you? Yeah, I have. I wrote one earlier on. I'm happy to roll, roll another one, but I actually did like a drawing of her as well, which is there. Oh, you can't. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, oh I love the cut out. That's amazing. Yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> that's Sorry, great. I think it's going like, to be like a puppet. Um, yeah. And she's like a hacker. But she's also got a yeah. bird. I, I did the oh, whole right. like light car thing, you know. Um, and the whole like, thing was produced using the tables. Normally, with stuff, I just like make it up. And then just make it fit the game. But this time I was like, I'm going to really engage with all the cool tables and, and processes that David's put in place. Um, and it's produced this really, really interesting character. You know, she's got this, she's got this burden, which is sadness. She's got a deep secret. Um, and yes. um, yeah, she's pretty kick-ass. She's got a blaster and a scalpel and night vision goggles. I always wanted a pair of night vision goggles when I was 12. And that, yeah. I still do. <laughs> Yeah. I still want one. Yeah, I'm gonna say I want one right now. Yeah, I was say, you did then, but you still do now. Yeah. Um, what uh, what what what's her name again? River. Actually, her her name is hilarious because uh, I I use the, uh, the, the the name generator. <laughs> no, no, no. So her name is River Minx, but she doesn't like to use the surname because she doesn't like she doesn't want to sound like she's featured in some sort of aquatic pornography. There you go. <laughs> Um, something against right. aquatic pornography, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I got river for you. All right. So character creation. What are we doing? Yeah. So first of all, um, I'm gonna gonna talk you through it. So this is the the character creation that is in um, the edited book, not the version that's on the PDF. So it's slightly adapted 
Um, and the first thing you got to remember is to keep track of your ones, because every one that you roll, we're going to add an extra item from the D66 table um, of loot. Um, so first of all, you roll a D6 for your starting hurt protection. So that's your HP. And in this game, uh, HP is not just, it's not like HP in Dungeons and Dragons. It's more of a measure of um, how able you are to avoid getting hurt, basically. So until your HP is gone, you're kind of untouched. As soon as you get to a safe space, all your HP comes back. But once it's gone, then your strength starts depleting, and that's when you're getting your wounds, basically. And once your strength gets to zero, you're dead. So, uh, But quite often, you'll be incapacitated before that point, because each time that that strength gets hurt, you're going to roll a save. And uh, if you fail that save, then you're kind of, you're down. You're not dead, but you're down. And you have to rely on your compatriots to help you out of that mess. So, um, yeah, if you both want to roll your D6 for your hurt, hurt protection, then we get started. Done. I got a four. Four. Nice. nice. I got a three. Okay. So we've got a four and a three. Um, now this now you're going to roll another d6 for your adaptation so the four means you're a rogue type um let's see what uh what what exact adaptation that is after that so i rolled roll another, another four another four so you're a drifter um and a drifter uh d4 drifter is um Okay, so whenever you go foraging, you roll for two items rather than one, and you always um, have advantage on combat initiative. So you always go kind of pretty much go first. You start with a, a six-shooter uh, antique, um, a locator device, um, a padded trench coat, a wide-brimmed hat, dusty clothes, and a flagon of moonshine. Just like real life. I am in Texas, so. <laughs> uh, and, and how about you, Ryan? Uh, I rolled a five. A five, a five and a three. That you're a shape changer, and you're a fungalist. Ooh. So let's uh, let's have a look what the fungalist does. Fungalist can turn into a being of fungus, able to shear scale shear as fast as they can run. So you can kind of go straight up um risk a burden to re return to your usual form so um yeah you can kind of stay as a fungus being for a while but um if you want to turn back to kind of a general humanoid then you have to risk a burden which means yeah um rolling against your your will and seeing if you can pass um you your starting items are a staff with a fungal core a vial of slime a padded cloak a wide-brimmed hat some sunglasses and some mushrooms and now we're going to uh roll for your ability scores so um you get strength dexterity and willpower and each of those you need to roll uh 3d6 for and remember to Keep track of your ones. All right, so we are just a roll. Oh, shit. 
<laughs> I what rolled happened? 18. <laughs> I rolled, no way. I rolled 18. No, I, I, I rolled didn't. 18. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I, I did. That's what my host shit was. Oh. <laughs> um, I was like, no way we both did it. Um, no, I was lying. What did you get 18 in? Was that in the strength? Or uh, was that... Dex. Dex. Okay, nice. Yeah. So yeah, so you've got strength, which is how much body you have to lose and bruise. You have dexterity, how well you can dodge and sneak, and willpower, how well you can focus under emotional and psychic distress. So that's your three abilities. And now you get your luck, which is 1d6, and then we'll add 6 to it. Do we keep track of these ones too? Yep. <laughs> yeah. right. I only rolled one one, so okay. Yeah. Two one. I think I I rolled the highest stat I've ever rolled on a like mark of the odd three d six d twenty roll under game ever. I rolled a sixteen for Will. I'm like, that's crazy. Nice, amazing. I um, also rolled the highest ever. I literally rolled an 18, which is the highest you can possibly get. So I am fast yeah, on fire. I, I did I did yeah. that the other day. I just rolled dice once and got three sixes. And it was just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, it's a six, six, baby. Um, yeah, exactly. It was uh, it was a sign. Um, right. And now we're going to roll for your age. So just roll a d6. Um, on a one, you're kind of a teenager. Two, you're in your twenties. Three, your thirties. Blah blah blah. I'm gonna put my character is the exact same age as me. Same. <laughs> okay. And now oh. you roll for you roll for a burden that you picked up along the way. So that's a d6 too. I roll a six. Okay. You're enraged. You need to unleash your anger on the world or refuse to engage in violence when you could. And if you do either of those things, um, you will be released of that burden and it will disappear from your inventory because you only have 10 inventory slots. Ah. So at the moment, it's taking up one of those. Um, and how about you, Ryan? I got a five. Five. You're sad. So um, you need to either share a just typical, <laughs> either share a deep secret with someone or indulge in a shameful vice. One of those will get rid of your sadness. Okay, that's that yeah, that's something you can you can do in play. To, like real uh, life. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> um, All right. right. So how many? How many ones did you have? And should we roll up some extra items? Uh, two ones. Two ones. So if you want to roll, um, yeah, but let's roll your first d6 on that 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 sheet. Uh, first d6. I get a, for the, for the, I get a two. Two. So that's on the weapons table. Like um, roll again. Uh, two more. Two more times. Uh, a one and a five. One and a five. You have a wrist crossbow, which does d6 damage. Yeah, no, yeah, it's just kind of, kind of Durigur and <laughs> Max 
for Mad Max World. Um, and do you want to roll another thing? If you roll the first dice again first. Uh, ooh, a six. A six. Here we go. Now we're getting into the cool stuff. Roll two more. Uh, three, three. Three, three. Okay, you've got an ingredient. Interesting. <laughs> what what ingredient do you have? You need to roll two more. Uh, two, three. Two, three. You've got a shiny beetle. Nice. So, yeah. Delicious. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You can combine ingredients in this. Once you have three Ooh. different ingredients, you can combine them and they produce something. You, ro you, ro you roll for a kind of random effect and that becomes what that particular combination does in your game. So it could Crafting be things mini like... Game? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fungalist is definitely out there just fucking harvesting all the time, just like looking for ingredients. Makes perfect sense. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I have yeah. one one. Okay, you have one one. So yeah, let's 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 roll up this item. I got three for my first D six. Three. Okay, three. So it's some stuff. Yeah, let's see what stuff you got. Two more six D sixes. Five and a five. Five and a five. You've got a grappling hook. Nice. <laughs> yeah. How fantastic. Right now, you've got what's your inventory in. size? Is it your strength? It's ten. No, it's ten. ten. Okay. It's, it's ten slots. So it may be that you have too many items, uh, including your burdens. So you have to choose which which things you discard. Um, oh. Do you want? Do you want me? Do you want kind of suggested names, or do you want to? I've got some names that you could roll on, or you. Yeah, could... I'll take a suggested name for my drifter. Okay. Um, yeah, okay, let's just go... Uh... Right, your nickname is 12. <laughs> okay. Your nickname is Minx, and then mm -hmm. your Ooh. family is Ooh. 16. Um, Ali. Minx Ali is you. So, and do you want do you want anything else? <laughs> you, got, you can have a demeanor if you want. Your... Yeah, give me a demeanor. Oh dear, you're depressed. Oh, Minx is sad. <laughs> wow, we're really we're a really sad crew. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Oh dear. Yeah. Um yeah, no, I can I can roll up a uh a uh or get a character name too. So we got River, Minx, and uh and me. Who is me? Okay, so you are you're honey. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> honey Wang. All right. Well, I'm definitely putting that whole name on there. <laughs> I guess everybody, let's just do it. Let's uh, Ali Ali for 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 Minx Ali. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then River, do you want me to not put Minx because you don't like it? Maybe 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 like you don't like it. So River, oh, go on, I'm gonna put. No, actually, I'll have it. I have it all. I have it all. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a little give you a little bit of that. You'll see what that looks like. Okay, so I'll throw those names up um as we get going. And that's that's all of awesome. that's awesome. that's character creation. That is it. Yeah, you your your character's ready to go. You've Quick, got your, you've got oh, your what was my demeanor? What was my demeanor for, for uh honey honey wang? Oh, okay, <laughs> honey okay, wang. Okay. Yeah. Honey wang is let's see, we just got a real roll of D twenty here. You got a nine. You are 
dry. <laughs> they maybe have a dry sense of humor. Well, I mean, uh... so you're, play, you're sad and you have a dry sense of humor. So just go ahead and just play yourself. Uh, I mean, that's that's what I do. Um, all right, cool. Okay, so yeah, um, so you three have been stumbling around in 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 the mountains, um, through the malevolent hills, and uh, you found an overgrown entrance to a cave, um, to shelter for the night. Um, and Minx, you've come across um, a half-sealed opening into a fathomless pitch-black tunnel, and there's a hint of warm, putrid air seeping from within. Mm. Fathomless and peach and pitch-black, just like my sorrow. <laughs> hey, I don't know if y'all care about this, but it seems like I found an opening. I'm gonna go I mean, we're literally just a bunch of depressed people, and yeah. it's just like, sure, I guess we'll go. <laughs> There's yeah. nothing I else mean, to do. What do we have for us up here? You know, like let's might as well check it out. <laughs> yeah. My, my Ooh, demeanor man. is knowing as well, so I'm gonna know knowing into this hole really sad. Mm. <laughs> and I'm dry, <laughs> so yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you start. You start to stumble down into the darkness. And there's kind of, you notice a, a kind of residual light here, like there's a sort of glowing around around floor level, and you start to see that there's this sort of grand entryway um, opening up, and it looks kind of, um, yeah, like columns, there's like a marble floor, and then these, these strange logos on the, on the walls, um, and... Yeah, your your it looks the the columns look. I mean, you understand you know some things from from the olden times, and they're what you would call like uh, neoclassical. So they're the sort of like 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 Greek style columns. Mm. Um. Yeah, and the 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 floor is kind of covered in kind of a strange pattern, kind of alternating different colors um and all the way through yeah you kind of look around the room and you can see that the far the far door has been um barricaded by a, a huge huge kind of pile of um primary colored office furniture um all kind of pushed up against that door Mm. Um, Y'all think that stuff's there for a reason, or did they just do that? I nah, couldn't, couldn't be there for any reason at all, could it? <laughs> I might take some of those pieces of furniture and get comfortable down here in this putrid dark hole. Right. <laughs> As you look around, you see some, some things are moving. There's um, a bunch of robots. Um, let's see how many there are. There's a couple of robots, and as you watch them, one of them is shouting, "Be lucky, be lucky, be lucky," and the other one is shouting, "World difference, execute!" And they're they're kind of moving around this space. Um, are they shouting at each other or at us? 
Um, they seem to be uh, um, shouting at at you. They seem dis disturbed by the fact that you're there, and they 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 but they seem to be following a very particular path across the room to you. They're not kind of coming straight at you. They're kind of going a particular kind of um, zigzag pattern. Kind mm. of, it looks like they're kind of following some of the, the tiling that's on the floor. Huh. Is it like, are they following like a single color of tile across the floor? Um, yes. Yes, they're following the white tile. I'm going to stand on whatever color they're not going on. So, And I'm going to start walking on those tiles towards them. Okay, so How as you walk, they're 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 large. They're kind of like um yeah, a couple of feet yeah. feet wide like each one. Slabs. Yeah, like large pavement slabs. Okay. And um yeah, and as you step on one of those tiles, it just opens up beneath you, and you fall through into the into a, a space below. Um, what are the what what are the other two of you? Doing? <laughs> <laughs> How far? Like uh, yeah, I think I'm just gonna jump in the hole. That, that's like, <laughs> like, that's like my philosophy for this game. I'm just going to jump in the hole. That's my stock answer. Okay, okay. You, you both go down, kind of, um, yeah, I'm just going to. Okay. What about so... you, honey wang? <laughs> oh, no, I just go to the edge of the hole, and I'm like, perfect, and exactly what you wanted to do, right? <laughs> Good job, guys. Way to be. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't too far, but you did take um you both take two damage uh to your strength. Um because of because of that fall. Perfect. Where, where are we now? Like what are the surroundings? Oh, you're down at you're you're in a very dark space. Um and there's lots of kind of strange kind of little lights moving all around. Um in the wall. So I can't see see like what what's causing the lights. Is it organic or like ma machine? Um, uh, are they fireflies or you they... can tell yeah. you, they're definitely machine. <laughs> it's lots of lots of LEDs, um, and you see that the room's circular, with a series yeah. of um, shallow alcoves, and as you kind of your eyes adjust to the darkness, you can see that they're. Um, in each alcove is a, a strange piece of chrome-plated technology, or this next one holds a, a kind of weird thing that doesn't look like it's from this planet, in fact. Right. And then the third one's a, a vial with with some sort of alien beast inside. Hmm. I think I want to try to pull the chrome little artifact out of the wall and handle it and take a look at it. Okay. Um, yeah, you you pull it out. It's it just seems to be kind of a an an oval piece of metal. Um, mm. It has a has a strange weight to it. Like it's it's much lighter than it should be. Oh, uh, um, is it? Yeah. Is it too big for me to eat? Yeah, it's kind of it's okay. kind of. It wouldn't fit down your throat, no. Okay. Is it is it like obviously mechanical? Like, can I can I intervene with it and take it apart? Cause like, I could um, I want to try and override its like electronic security business. Yeah, it's it's, it's pretty much it's pretty much just a solid solid shape. So oh, okay. um, 
Like, what like, it's, 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 hmm? yeah. Okay, so what? what yeah, tell me about the lights again. I want to use my abilities. I, I'm. <laughs> I, I, I want to start taking shit apart and putting it back together in an 18 okay. style fashion. Okay, okay. So you you're having a look around and you kind of see that there's a switch on a panel um, there. Mm. Um, yeah, you can see that it's kind of it's wired up to to do something. Okay. Um, what would you like to do? I'm gonna try and wire it in a useful fashion. Like <laughs> okay. <laughs> open something. Yeah, as as you kind of fiddle with it, this array opens, and uh, a kind of panel the size of a hand um, opens up. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, what's looks... wang doing? I don't know. Yeah, what are you up to? How are you uh, doing with security droids? So how how yeah uh, how yeah, what, what, how far yeah, down did they? Can I see them? Or are they yeah, in you can, the? You can, well, it's it's. Yeah, it's it's much much too dark to see them per se, uh -huh. but you can kind of you can, you can hear them and you can tell mm -hmm. that they're safe. Um, you heard the thud, so you know that it's it's not too far. It's like kind of probably probably like like twelve feet drop or something. Okay, and then what's happening with the security droids up? On, yeah, so the droids up... are coming. The droids are coming up to you, and they're kind of like hassling you. They're kind of right next to you, but they they seem to be kind of generally like bustling against you but they're not hurting you per se they're just like being annoying can i um can i just like smack one into the hole <laughs> yeah actually it's um, yeah. like just like like a like a like a when you yeah, talk too I, much I in think, church think, you know let's 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 yeah, I think I think that would be the droid would have to make a check for that. Let's it'll, um, does it manage to get out of the way? No, it doesn't. So yeah, it, it just it, I, I I rolled d twenty, tried to roll under ten, which would be its dex, and it failed. So it's it's falling into the tunnel and it lands on its back and kind of kind of falls apart of the of the base. It's quite kind of a broken thing already. So it's it's just it's it's now kind of bleating in the darkness and actually it's there's, there's kind of some some lights on it that they're kind of lighting up the place a little bit oh i i look at the broken thing falling apart and uh envy it a bit that it is ended <laughs> <laughs> um the three yeah. worst people you know go on an adventure <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Um, how many security droids are up here? Because I don't know. There's just one more. There's just one more next to you. So I, yeah. I, I, I think I think if I get the taste for it, um, I want more droid murder. So I would love to kind of like backhand backhand <laughs> this one in there. You know, get the okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this one fails too. So you just yeah, yeah. you just kind of shove it down and uh, yeah. yeah, it lands lands straight on his head and kind of crumples into a heap down there. 
Right. So, and then yeah. with with the with the added light from these droids down there now, am I able to kind of see at all of of what's going down there or, or see people yeah so in you it? can you can see you can see both your compatriots and you can see them wandering around you can see you can even just about make out that this this little panel has, has opened up and they're having a look at, at the these these kind of strange artifacts minx is down there pondering the orb you know <laughs> <laughs> you got it but yeah yeah, so I've got this weird panel that's opened. Now yeah. I've got these like, two droids. So can I just like use one of the droids to 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 like help me with the panel? The panel's still a bit of a mystery to me. Okay, so yeah, you're lo you're looking at this this panel. What could it be? Um, you're kind of okay. You're digging into the wiring, yes, of yeah, of yeah. the the thing. Um, yeah. What what your what your uh, what is are your abilities as your as your character? Um, so I, I've got like a mini keyboard implant uh, that can ah. repurpose any electronic item and override electronic security. <laughs> okay, okay. So you're you're kind of having a look at this and thing. I've also, kind of, you know... I've also, because uh, my extra items, I've also yeah. got I've got some absolutely useless shit. But amongst that, like a I've got like a a saucepan lid. I suppose it could be okay. useful as a shield though. But um, yeah. that, I have actually got some electric circuits. So I've got like a, okay. a handful of electric wow. circuits. Okay, now this is really interesting. Okay, so you're you're actively taking apart this this, this yeah. mechanism and you're you're kind of starting to understand what this is doing. That this is actually like a control mechanism and it's like a like a starter um control for something. Um Ooh. and it's like and you realize that if under the right, right circumstances, this thing will start whatever is down here. Um, and yeah, okay. Why don't we? I'm gonna. Why don't you roll for luck or wisdom? Your choice, Dan. Mm, I'm gonna do luck. I think because I played an absolute blinder. I got twelve for luck. Oh, okay. So you need to roll twelve or less on luck to be lucky. Yeah. Okay, yes, I rolled an eight. <laughs> okay. okay <then. laughs> right. So you realize that this this panel, it needs a particular hand to activate it. Oh, okay. Um it needs like a particular input, but you're able to override that. Like you've managed to through through good luck and good engineering, you and the fact that your character has the this adaptation that it does you can actually um yeah you could actually just start the ignition on this thing if you if you wanted just with the press of an enter key on your on your special keyboard amazing what should i do it like oh yeah I'm uh, sorry i look up from the orb i'm like oh yeah absolutely you should do it <laughs> let's go back to pondering the orb <laughs> <laughs> So do I do I risk a burden for doing all this, David? I'm, like, am I no, 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 you, no, you're not under pressure. So this okay. isn't like during combat. It's not like it's yeah. just this is the thing you can do. So yeah, it's 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 fine. It's just like part of part of how you've you've adapted. So um, you 
you press the you press enter and suddenly everything starts to shake you, the the door door closes the the where you came down seals off oh, and everything starts rumbling and you feel yourself start to move up you hear the crunching and, and just everything just disintegrating around you um as this particular room starts to lift up into the ground and you're flying you can you start to see the landscape in front of you ah. you're in a ufo you're in you're in some uh, an interplanetary where's planet. honey weighing at <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm hoping that you fell down at that time. <laughs> as, 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 the, as it was starting to steal, <laughs> what do you do, Honey Wang? Yeah, I, I think I think after I knocked the uh, the the bot in, my plan was to go down there anyway, um, and uh, I was gonna like. <laughs> Try to hold. I was gonna try to hold on to the edge instead of like jumping in, hold on to the edge, and then like hang down. So it's not like twelve feet. It's more like dropping like, you know, like seven feet. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nice. I think. I think yeah, right no, as no I was like. You, yeah. Right. Right. I mean, you know, climbed rocks before. Um. I yeah. think right as I was like grabbing the edge and like getting ready to kind of like let myself down, the whole thing just started rocking, and I definitely went like right, right onto the robot pile. <laughs> and that is the end of the adventure because <laughs> you discovered like the the secret like it's it's like a it's basically the easter egg in the in the adventure like it, it's not supposed to be like you're yeah there's a whole thing that the whole adventure goes through and you're supposed to get the hand of this this asshole uh billionaire and put it on the thing if if you kind of manage to find this secret space anyway but <laughs> hey <laughs> i said it was a one shot um, <laughs> that's so funny that is so absolutely hilarious I don't know if y'all know this, but we have a we have a tendency for ending episodes early because I blow everything up. Uh, <laughs> so. is like, I, 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 I never expected anyone. So what are we flying let, in? Let, let like alone discover the thing, huh? Is it a ship or it's, what? The thing is flying is like a. Yeah, it's like a. Craft. Nice. Yeah. So um, yeah. So so suddenly the the party will have a spacecraft and be able to kind of move around the planet or kind of go off to Mars or whatever. Like that's yeah. awesome. It kind of There's... opens up the campaign. It opens up the world, but it's like yeah, it was it's sort of just there as just just waiting to be discovered. But if it's not, it's kind of a fun little kind of dungeon delve basically. But yeah, you you got there straight away. <laughs> oh that's so cool so is this adventure uh included with it, this is included in the um oh, this is in the bundle awesome. yeah this is in okay. the bundle this is a hole in the ground um it's one of the it was one it, we, it wasn't even a stretch goal i just kind of bunged it in there um it's i think it's a great way to open up like a bigger campaign to get like yeah here's a here's a vehicle here's a big vehicle 
Yeah, exactly. It kind of it opens possibilities. It's like it's like that moment in in all the Final Fantasy games where it's like, yeah, I've got a, suddenly we've got like an airship, and it's like like the world opens up to you. It's like, yeah, it, it you've does, referenced does. Final Fantasy so many times. In oh, this sorry. Show. <laughs> no, no, it's not at all a bad thing. It's just like very interesting to see like that's a big inspiration for. Um... It's just, I just I've just spent so many hours in those worlds. I, you know, like four, five, six, seven, yeah. eight. And uh, all the tactics games and stuff like yeah, it's just just like that's that's all it's all kind of part of the the DNA of this thing. But um, but yeah, I mean that's a good place. That's a good place to get you know DNA from. I played four quite a bit, and then I played seven and eight quite a bit, and ten a lot. Uh, yeah, um, and ten too more than I wanted to. <laughs> Um, so yeah. Yeah. Very cool. yeah i no i absolutely seven is one of the top three greatest games i've ever played ever um but uh we'll see where that goes um i i can't believe character creation took long in the, the adventure because we somehow literally beelined <laughs> in the only possible way to end this in like 30 minutes yeah. So, uh, so for those listening, hey, first of all, spoiler alert. Um, and uh, uh, second, um, we didn't quite give you as much of the game, uh, but uh, this is how it works. Um, and it was uh, super fun. Yeah, it's hysterical. I, I really, really love the combination of Inithiod and, and Bastards here, because it's one of the things that I loved about Bastards. And, and, and Hunter, you've run a lot more Bastards than I have. Um, I have is uh is that like roll for hp mechanic and you've done an incredible job of of using that roll table and nesting these other other things into it um was that always the the um from the very beginning was the plan always bastards or did that you know especially the the kind of like surge of bastard stuff recently kind of make you go oh, yeah, oh no. some bastards it was literally that was the impetus. I'd seen I'd seen Micah Anderson's bastards, thought it was really cool, really nice system, but I kind of yeah, that I, I had some small things that I, I wasn't so happy with with like the resolution system and things. Nothing against the game, it's just it just didn't gel with me. And um I just thought that it could be a fun thing to kind of just mash them together. And yeah, like I said, it was before per listen edition or anything. It's like, yeah, almost a couple of years ago or something, whenever that was, <laughs> but, but yeah. And it just, it just sort of flowed from there. And, um, you know, first of all, it was basically just a character creation game, like as in like, you know, it's into the odd, but with these, with these, uh, this kind of uh, creation system. And then it just kind of, enlarge from there and you know but always with 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 like the lore and the vibe kind of kind of stuck in at the beginning like like some of the intro text like you know um the world's gone to shit type stuff was just like it was right there at the, at the beginning it was just like this is this is the energy that that that, that this game needs is like kind of yeah screw the world we've got to you know we've got to make this a better place so it's like yeah one of the things one of the things we didn't uh do today which like one of my favorite things is the life path oh and yeah I, that's true. yeah it's so much fun I, I love that like you you know i know it's not unique to this game but the whole thing the fact that the character can die before you've even played it <laughs> <laughs> it's so, yeah. It's so awesome. yeah i've refined it refined it a bit for the for the um for the actual like 
yeah, the version that we're going to put out. And it's it's like Russian roulette. So if you roll a one, the character dies. Um, it's on a D6. So it's like it's each time, each decade that you add to their life, it's like kind of it, you can get good things, you can get bad things, but yeah, they could die. So it's like, like just don't don't push your luck too much. So, That's yeah. gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> now, since since we did kind of only scratch the surface, was there any other part of Ecomofos? Because um, because people can get the this beta version that's out right now, right? And what you've done really is most of what in the beta version, what's in the final game, is it's just been refined and relayed out. Yeah, no, exactly. It's been it's been it's it's being edited by Eco, um, and we're kind of refining it um and making it tighter and yeah just just making sure everything fits fits into the world correctly and gives it the right vibe and is kind of legible and <laughs> understandable without kind of me standing over someone and saying no you're not not supposed to do it that way but yeah, it's like you know making making everything kind of sing really and that that's all going to go into into every version so you know whether you whether from whether you back for a, as a pdf or as a spiral as uh, as the art book it's like all it's it's just it, all the text is going to be the same it's just going to be laid out in kind of slightly different ways kind of more compact for the spiral version and kind of just a bit more generous for the for the art book as we call it gotcha so, and uh and since we only like i said really kind of got to scratch the surface of eco mofos were there any other like specific mechanics or other parts that you really wanted to to make sure that people looked at in the beta version something that like really you know stuck out or shined or any other part of um, the game or, or the stuff that comes with it i guess i guess there's obviously the burden system that was taken uh it was kind of adapting something from um mystic bastion land which is um the game that chris mcdowell is currently working on i think he's discarded burdens now but i think they're really great they're they're like um it's a system whereby um if something um difficult happens or like you um like risk a burden it, lots of the abilities mean that you have to kind of roll against your luck in order to not take a burden. Um, it kind of fills up your inventory swap. It means that, um, yeah, you have this, you're kind of slightly curtailed for a while unless you do a certain things. And that it's always like two opposite things. So like, like, like we had for sad, it was like kind of either, in, uh, tell a secret or you uh, indulge in a secret vice it's like kind of there's there's these different pathways that you can take to in order to resolve it so yeah i liked I, the enraged one it was like yeah, yeah. It, it's 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 really like trying to bring in some of that kind of i the ideas from kind of story gaming and kind of thinking about how to inject different different impetuses different kind of motivations and it's also a way of trying to stop because it's quite possible to play like into the odd and can in a very hyper cautious way and always like be very level headed and kind of think through things rationally. Well, you, you can do, you can do, but this encourages you to kind of, um, to act in maybe slightly, slightly, um, disadvantageous ways in order to relieve yourself of your burden. So it's like, it just kind of adds a little complication into that, but yeah. Very cool. Gotcha. Yeah, hey, I, what, was, I the, love what was the chrome orb? I just want to know now. What was the? Chrome oh yeah, <laughs> it's just a weird alien thing. It's like a, it's just just a thing. Like, make up what it is. <laughs> like, there you go. Uh, you just spend your the rest of your time pondering. 
yeah always just like just like real life frankly so (laughs) yeah exactly now uh, i'm afraid i'm afraid guys i've got to go i'm being cool yeah no. family. It, perfect. Perfect. it works well. out that we are flying away in an alien spaceship and you get to go yeah we really that, seriously that, kind of, that yeah. worked out yeah no we appreciate you so much for being here i mean hunter and i have talked about lost ends for a really long time definitely still plan to talk about this Thank on the show so at much. some point um both box sets um and uh and it's super excited for you mofos if you guys are listening definitely go check out the beta version definitely go back to the kickstarter the art is fantastic from daniel it's absolutely stunning the game is super super fun um it's just uh, it's a really great time it's a really great vibe from some really fantastic people so this is definitely something you don't want to miss um so again really appreciate both of you guys coming on it's been an absolute blast and uh thank and you yeah. for having us yeah, it's yeah. been awesome. Thanks so yeah, much. Thanks for coming really on. Yeah. Time. Wanted to come on for so long. So it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, guys. And uh, you guys know what all our socials are. It's listed on everywhere. I'm not going to go over it. Everyone have a wonderful day. We'll see you guys all later. Bye. See you. Bye. See you later.